0: action and we're here for about 20 minutes. So this is part two, day two of five. Welcome to the Pinterest and SEO marketing club. We've had an amazing session just about an hour ago and we're going to be here for a little bit more some time just to give you some insights on what you are needing to expect because we want to let you know how to turn your idea to income and If you're just joining us for the first time, please ping your friends in and let them know that we're going to be here for some time. If you have any question, please do not hesitate to raise your hand and ask me a question, but the hand raising will go off approximately around 2.45. So I'm going to be talking for the next 20 minutes just to give you some insights on what I talked about yesterday and also give you some insights on what you could be expecting today. So There's so much about Pinterest that we've been talking about. Yesterday, there was a creator festival that happened. We just talked about it with Crystal, who is also one of the leaders in this club. And we're talking about how there are so many new features on Pinterest. Right now, PayPal is acquiring to buy Pinterest for about $49 billion. So there's so much going on right now. And I keep saying this, start a Pinterest business account. Start something. And guys are like, yeah, I'm always going to start something someday. But I'm like, this is the best time to begin. Because if you don't begin today, there's never gonna be a better time for you to do that. Because right now, Pinterest is in a space whereby you can be able to do so much and more and live out your content. Think about artists, think about producers, think about people like artists, you know, both you know, painting artists and musician artists. You know, these people are always gonna create content, but in the light of creating content, They're always going to give you something that's going to last long. So if you guys are just joining us, thank you so much for being here. I see you, Brittany. What's going on? Hey, you know, we're live in the Facebook group as well. I haven't seen you in a while, so it's good to see you again. Uh, Definitely looking forward to this conversation because there's so much that all of you need to know about Pinterest. And sometimes you don't really know everything. So even I don't know everything, but I try to give as much information as I can so that you can be able to create convert and become who you actually want to be. So it's good to have Crystal here as well. And I know she's probably busy, but if you want to come join me on stage, please feel free to raise your hand and I'll be happy to bring you up on stage. I don't want to interrupt you, but guys, this is an amazing time to be on Pinterest because when you are on Pinterest, right? You're not only being on Pinterest for yourself, you're being in Pinterest for the longevity of your business. You're being on Pinterest because people are going to notice you someday. And sometimes you want to be able to create value over time. Now, how do you create value over time? When you have an idea, because I was talking about this yesterday, right? I was saying that your idea turns into income, but most times people are like, oh, I got to make some income, which means I got to spend money on ads. And I'm like, what about your idea? You've not even... Formalized your idea, you've not turned that idea into income, you've not done anything with your idea. So, today, when you're wondering what challenge is it, the challenge is for you to start something new. Just like we start things every day, we adapt to things every day, you want to also adapt to something new. And what is this new thing that you want to adapt to? You want to start creating value for your content. So, how do you turn your idea into income? You need to start turning your ideas into income by stating the facts. And what are the facts? The facts are my business is doing this and this and this. So I need people to see me for this and this, this reason. So when you start thinking about it that way, you start building relationships with your audiences because now your audiences are turning into clients. They're turning into loyal consumers. They're turning into people who are going to start finding your content consistently. So at this point, you need to be very, very focused on why you are being online. Why are you doing business the way you're doing business today? Because at some point, there's going to be some type of relationship that you're building with this person that you're not seeing. Imagine an imaginary PayPal friend. You know how people used to do pen pals back in the day? You know, think about those kind of things because now, You're building inspiration as you go. And sometimes it takes a while to really get that inspiration out the window or out the door. So you wanna be able to be part of the conversation and be part of something that's gonna last long because when you are lasting long, guess what? Your business is gonna last long as well. Guess what? Your children are gonna acquire that business or somebody's gonna take that business and take it to the next level because you started an idea. Look at PayPal. We're talking about PayPal you know, buying Pinterest. You know, Crystal was running a room not too long ago in this club talking about it. And I just, it just came to my mind. I was like, Elon Musk was the first one that had the idea for, for, for PayPal. And now he's, he's soon to become a trillionaire just by what I'm reading on the news. But this idea was taken by someone else. And now this has formed into something new. So all I'm just giving you are ideas that have been, nurtured over time. I'm not telling you anything new. These are all things that you can Google for yourself. So you want to be able to create content that converts and this content that converts takes time. And when it takes time, it's a good thing. Nothing comes easy. I'm going to tell you this again. Nothing comes easy. Sometimes you think, oh, I want to rank on Google for this. I want to rank on Google for that. And sometimes you don't even appreciate the value of what you're applying. You know, we talk about impressions. We talk about reach. We talk about conversions. We talk about all these great things, but you forget that your idea started from a thought. You know how they say thoughts become actions and actions become your lifestyle. I probably butchered the, the phrase, but you know exactly what I mean. You know, by creating content consistently allows you to become relevant to your community. So this community that you're serving needs to come up with fresh ideas on Pinterest this is how you're going to do it because I'm only going to be here for another 10 minutes so if you are having any question please feel free to DM me back channel me or just raise your hand and we can talk right here so that you can be able to get this information firsthand so you want to turn your idea into income and one of the things I said yesterday if you're not in the Facebook group please join the Facebook group today. You can click the link in my bio and access it and we'll be able to let you in or just go on Facebook and type in Pinterest and SEO marketing because I mentioned yesterday that one of the ways you can run your ideas is by drafting your ideas. Just like you have a sketch pad, you have something that you wanna draw on, you wanna be able to be impactful to your audience. These are the things that you have to keep doing consistently because the moment you start realizing that your content is gonna convert, then you start thinking about your assets differently. So now, what is your asset? An asset could be an image, an asset could be a video, an asset could be a carousel, an asset could be anything that you're digitally creating for the consistency and for the relevancy of your business to actually acquire that knowledge at some point. So don't think about your idea as a landing plane where you're like, okay, I have an idea, and that's about it. You know, people say, "Oh, I have an idea. What do you think?" "Oh, I don't like it." "Oh, I like it." Look at Adele. Adele just dropped a, a song not too long ago, and she asked her best friends about the the song, and it was an idea, and they were like, "No, I don't like it." You know, you could do better than that. Oh, try this, try that. There are always going to be opinions. There are always going to be suggestions because people want to validate themselves. But if you cannot validate yourself, You're going to fall for anything. So you want to make sure that you can create content that converts because when you create content that converts, it allows people to be more committed to you, more committed to your ideas. And eventually those ideas can turn into income. So on Pinterest, this is what you need to start doing. I always like to leave one website with you so that you can be able to run with it. We've always talked about answerthepublic.com, but if you've never heard of answersocrates.com, please make sure you try that today. AnswerSocrates.com. And you can be able to ask any question and the answers that you get, please make sure you answer those questions in a video format, answer them in your in-text graphics, answer them in your blogs, answer them in your heading tags, answer them in your URLs, because at some point, someone is going to take that information from you and run with it. And when they run with it, they're going to end up at a destination And it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So you want to be able to give people things they can chew on and digest with on a consistent basis so that you don't overwhelm your audience. Neither do you have time to keep on telling them the same thing over and over without them actualizing it first. So these are the things that I want to challenge you with today. If you're not challenged enough to start a Pinterest business account, I'll give you guys this insight real quickly, right? So Neil Patel shout out to Neil Patel. He said this in one of the emails that I received not too long ago. And he mentioned that there's a 30% increase. And I'll repeat this. There's a 30% increase in business accounts on Pinterest from last year to this year in the last 12 months, 30% is really huge for an audience that has 400 million active users. That's pretty huge. So you want to be able to be part of that 30% because right now people are being more visual than ever. We've always been visual people, but I think because technology is increasing, we're getting more and more tech savvy with what we're handling on our phones. We have more 4K, there's 8K, you know, we have all this great stuff going on, but you want to be part of a conversation. And by being part of a conversation, you want to be part of a community. So these are the things that I want you to think about because I know people, you know, they run ads, people run platforms, they run campaigns on Facebook, on Instagram, but I realized one thing. You can always run a Facebook ad, right? And an Instagram ad, but as soon as that ad is completed and it's done, you have to rerun it again to attract those same people. It's a fact. Unless you're posting related pieces of content around your content pillar, to keep people in the loop, which is great. But do you remember when Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp and Messenger went down? What could you have done You know, with your business for those 24 hours or maybe more or less plus minus that you could have done differently? Some people went straight to their email list. Some people went to Pinterest. So you wanna be very focused on what you're focusing on so that your business can live on past you. Because when you post something on Pinterest, trust me, Within three months, within six months, within nine months, within 12 months, if that content piece was done correctly, you could still be making profit, surplus, building income, passive income. You could be building these things as you sleep because sometimes you want to post, 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 and you're not sure who's going to see it. But on Pinterest, people are searching for things they want to see. So if you put yourself out there where they see you and they keep seeing you all the time, Then that tells them that you are someone that actually cares about them when they're being searched for or when they're searching for things that you'd produce. So I just wanted to give you guys a quick highlight on that. Answer Socrates is a really good platform to do that. So I wanted to open the floor, but I wanted to ask a question to everyone by a show of hands, and then I'll close out the hand raising, opening it again for questions. So just by a show of hands, how many of you right now have a website? and have a website that is, is working to your business or working for your business, just by a show of hands. We have one, we have two. Okay, we have two. Okay, three. Okay, that's pretty much almost everyone. So, okay. Okay, I see some hand raising. Okay, thank you so much for, for letting me know. So, you have this, this website, and your website is being tracked by Google. If you don't have a website that's being tracked by Google, then you don't really have a website per se because your website is not showing anywhere on the map. That's why there's something called a sitemap. So you want to be able to have your content on your website searchable by Google so that when someone is searching for what you do, You end up on the first page, the second page, the third page, the fourth page, the fifth page. You can be on a lot of pages at the same time. But what is more important for you to even notice is that the moment you start realizing that your content is converting, you start to actually optimize your content. So let's say you have an idea and this idea did so well and everyone's like, wow, this is really, really cool. Take that same idea, go to Google or go to Pinterest and search and see what are people talking about this idea that I just came up with. And if no one is talking about it, you be the person to talk about it because when you start talking about things like this, it allows people to be more and more connected to you, more and more committed to you because people are always looking for a sale. They're always looking to pay something, to buy something, and that's great. You know, I'm not even focused on the income. I'm focusing on my idea because my idea can turn into a huge thing that somebody can be able to pay for one day but that payment only comes in if you're committed to what you're doing. So sometimes you may think that, okay, I have a website. I'm paying every year for this domain. I'm paying every month for this plan. I'm paying every week for this um, subscription or whatever it is you're paying for, but you're not seeing results. You want to sit back. You want to think. You want to strategize and you want to optimize. Why do I use this two words, strategize and optimize? Because when you strategize, you're planning ahead. And when you optimize, you're working in reverse, if that makes sense. And I'll explain this. When you're planning ahead as you strategize for something, you're planning towards something. So, like right now, we're in October. People are gonna be looking for Halloween costumes, Halloween ideas. How do you, you know, what's the decor? You know, there's furniture involved. You know, there's all these amazing things happening. In um, November, it's Thanksgiving. In December, it's Christmas, you know, New Year's, then there's Valentine's and then, you know, it keeps going on Easter. So before you know it, there are so many holidays that you could have literally taken advantage of, but because you did not optimize, you were not ready for that strategy. So you can strategize all you want. You can have a blueprint. You can have a business plan, a marketing plan. But if you're not optimizing your content for search, Google is not going to recognize you. And the only way Google can recognize you is when your website is connected to Google Search Console and Google Analytics. Those are the two best platforms I can tell you today that you need if you have a website. And if you don't have them connected, please connect them today. You can you, just, you can just Google it. You know, Google Search Console or Google Analytics, and then you can be able to see those things for yourself. That way. Whenever you're posting something on the internet, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest, those things can be tracked back to your website because you are able to add those other pieces of content to your website as a digital real estate. That's what I will leave with you. I said I was gonna be here for a short amount of time just to challenge you and give you a quick charge so you can be able to really learn how to use this platform the best way possible. So I wanted to ask, is there anyone that has a question I would really appreciate if you guys can, you know, raise your hand and let me know so that I can be able to bring you up on stage because I'll close this room in the next three minutes. So I'll just be quiet for a few seconds to know if you guys have any questions. Okay, we have a question coming in. I don't want to be the only one on stage, guys, and don't feel shy. <laughs> this is an open stage. Hey Deborah. So good to see you again. Congratulations! As Thank <laughs> so you. know, you. I've been, been sending you wishes here and there.
1: Um, yes, I just had a quick question. I may have asked you this separately before, but maybe everybody can benefit from benefit from the, the ask. And that is, um, right now, I don't have. I guess I have business. Don't have a business page. I mean, an account on Pinterest. I don't even know if it's personal or business. Quite honestly, but I do know that I have what seemed to be some redundancies um, where, you know, they'll ask, do I want to, if I pin something, do I want to put it within a board? So it's like a board within an, a board. And I just feel like things may potentially be lost. And so my question is, if, if it's a business account and someone is searching, let's say, for, you know, black pumps and I have black pumps in a couple different places will it search out and will will it be able to sift through everything that i have and but but you know kind of aggregate it to one response that
0: is me does that make sense yeah i want to also ask i want to make okay no go ahead no
1: yeah i I mean i don't know if that made, made sense to you but Yeah, I just, I I don't want to feel, you know, I want to, I'm concerned that if I put something in, let's say on board A and they, someone is searching, they, they, they're only getting results from board B, then board A, which might yield the answer they want, would kind of go unnoticed because it's like within a deeper file, so to speak.
0: Oh. I think I know what you're talking about. So are you referring to like, let's say you create a a Pinterest board and then you create something called, I think it's called a section. Yes. So it's like a section within a board that is like, uh, it's like a tree. So let's say you have um, one board and then you have three sections, but someone's looking for something specific in one of those sections, but because it's too deep in the file, they can't find it. Is that what you're referring to? Yes, yes,
1: exactly. So are sections searched as if they were full boards or or do they really have to come up
0: a level to just be on the board and not within a section in order to be found? Great question. So sections are recommended on on Pinterest, but they're not mandatory because the sections are just for you to like just have a different, person, um, like a personality that, you know, you can be able to diversify. I'll give you a quick example. So let's say you have a, a board that says home decor, right? And then you have different sections that says bathroom, living room, garden, attic, um, garage, you know, or maybe, you know, kitchen. Those are different sections within the decor. But if you have someone that's searching for like, let's say kitchen ideas, then because you were able to save your pin to the most relevant board and not a section board, which is your decor, then someone can find your section because you were able to align it back to their search query. Does that make sense? Yes, it
1: does. It does.
0: Yeah, because that's the only way you can be able to do it because when you look at the board that you create, it's going to be like Pinterest.com forward slash the name of your board, then forward slash the name of the section. So you want to make sure that the name of your board and the name of your section are together. But even if you have a million posts or a million pins in your board, that doesn't allow someone not to find you because how they're only going to find you is if you are able to save that pin to the most relevant board So it's like it's like, for example, let's say you save your contact section on your website to your portfolio or your gallery to your homepage instead of the other way around. Someone's going to get confused. But if you do it in a way that, you know, okay, I know where everything is, then someone can find it because it has been aligned to your search. And at least the person can feel at home because you are able to give them a navigation and an easy access to your content without them looking too far and too deep.
1: I just have one other question regarding that. And this may be so rudimentary, but, um, didn't get the memo on this. Um, when we put a description of a post, do you hashtag that also?
0: Ooh, hashtags. It's, <laughs> <laughs> hashtags are always debatable. So hashtags on Pinterest, they work and they don't work. And I'll explain They work because if you click on them, they usually have a blue highlight on it, which is great. Let's say you have a personal brand and you want to like use a hashtag. It's it's available, it's recommended, but it's not also mandatory because it's not going to really help you in terms of search, but what you can do to replace that, because you also don't want to have a tacky description as well and have like five different hashtags because sometimes people don't like those things when they see that. They want to just find the picture make it visually aesthetically pleasing and then end up to the place where you want to send them to. So the best thing I would say is replace the hashtag and put that into your alt text, which is your alternative text. And that way you can be more descriptive and then your hashtags can actually space out even more. But you can try it. Because some of the pins that I did last year are still ranking because they have hashtags and because they don't have hashtags too. So you can always try it, but it's not like you're not obliged, you're not obligated to like have a hashtag in each of your posts. So you can, it's pretty much trial and error, but they still work anyways, but it wouldn't really like determine your search result.
1: Is it worth doing uh, a split test
0: of the same image? Oh yeah. Or oh because yeah. It's, it's not, it's a, or because you said something about because.
1: I was going to say or because unlike Instagram or Facebook, you know, Pinterest is maybe slow to slow to build and but yet lasting that doing a split test wouldn't really give you the results very rapidly. Like you wouldn't know right away what
0: was Oh, you can definitely do the splits because on Instagram, you can't really do split testing because once you post it, that's it. But and then two weeks later, no one's really liking that post unless it's somewhere in your blog or somewhere that someone can refer to or you repurpose it through a story. But on Pinterest, they actually advise you to do that because if you have something that, you know, is let's say you have three different images, you can post all three images And then check back in seven days and see which one worked. And then from there, you can repurpose that and see how you can make that different. But when you're you're doing the split test, try and do the split test with different colors and also with different shapes and with different text brackets, because that way you can get to see which one are people leaning more towards so you can be able to be more impactful with your message as you continue. But it's very much advisable to do that on Pinterest. I'm glad I was able to help you. Was that all the questions you had, Deborah? I just want to be sure that you're satisfied and I'm able to clarify things for yes, you. Yes, that, that I am
1: satisfied. You always, you're just always on target giving and giving. So yes, absolutely. And I hope that helped the
0: people. Thank you so much, Deborah. I really appreciate it guys. Um, Since there's no one that wants to raise your hand, I'll give you guys 10 more seconds because I wanted to close this room before the top of the hour. But today was challenge day two of five so that you can be able to learn how to use your ideas and turn them into income because when you use them on Pinterest, your ideas leave a lasting impression. And I want you to leave a lasting impression to your audience so that when people are looking for your content, they can find your content worthy. They can find your content very, very impactful so that you can be able to be part of something that they can learn from because when you have an idea, guess what? they have an idea too. So are like, okay, so if you could do this, what if I could do this? And what if I could do that? So those are the things that I want you to focus on as you're building your content pillars so that you can be able to be much more impactful with the audiences that you have and become very, very helpful to the people that you're actually you know, connecting with. And that way, it can turn a lot of good for you, which I know in the end actually gives you a lot of good results. So you don't wanna be part of something that is not helpful. You want to be part of something that's actually giving people, you know, the ability to create content for you, the ability to start creating things that can help them. And that's when you start seeing a lot of retention, a lot of things that are going to start happening for your business, because at some point you don't want to just say, oh, I posted something today. It went out and then nothing happened because that, that can happen on Instagram. For me, it it took a long time because nobody was commenting on my instagram posts i felt like my instagram was just dead i didn't think that anything was happening to it and then when i connected it to pinterest i started seeing a lot of results because now there's a lot of relationship between my content and the people that are actually connecting with the content so i'm just saying this for you guys to know that Don't feel shy about your pieces of content because your ideas are valid, your ideas have some genius in them, and your ideas can help someone make a better decision about their day. So I just wanted to give you guys some light on that. Tomorrow, we're going to be here at 1.30 p.m. We're going to be talking about the same thing, but it's going to be day three or five. And then I think I'm going to definitely, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share my screen with you guys just to give you guys some insights because I've not done that in a while. So, you guys can be able to see this. And if you're wondering where I'm showing you this, it's in the Facebook group. We have a Facebook group for the Pinterest and SEO Marketing Club on Clubhouse. So, feel free to join us. Click the link in my bio so you can be able to access it and don't miss out on anything because when you binge watch and you listen to these things over and over again, they're able to help you. We also have some of the rooms that we have on Clubhouse broadcasted to the We Don't Play podcast, which is available on your favorite podcast station. We're on about 14 podcast platforms, so feel free to listen. Just tune in and have a good time because this information is not going anywhere, but more importantly, you need to be part of the process so you can enjoy and trust the process. So with that said, thank you so much, everyone, for being here. Deborah, thank you so much for joining us on stage. I'm Denise Mpo, Michelle, Stacey, and also um Eyes Makeup. It's good to see you. Best work. And Shirley, thank you so much, everyone, for being here. I really, really appreciate your time. And I'm so grateful that you guys were able to join me today. So with that said, enjoy your afternoon, your evening, wherever you are in the world. Stay blessed. God bless. And I'll see you guys soon. Talk to you.